0: Welcome to the morning community of Northridge Vineyard.
1: Our deepest desire is that you will encounter Jesus as you listen in to our morning gathering.
0: If you'd like to find out more about us, check out our website, northridge.org.au forward slash mornings. Well, good morning, everybody. It's fantastic to be with you this morning. And I do want to firstly want to say thank you to uh, Rob and Bonnie for uh, having us here this morning, but also to the, the whole sort of Northridge fellowship of community of people from here and the five o'clock and from Hornsby and from everywhere who've been helping just to host this last, uh, last 10 days of ministry and training. It's uh, without your guys' hospitality. Uh, we couldn't have done what we've done. And so we just want to say thank you. We bless you when we say thank you in the name of Jesus I also want to uh, just for a moment take a minute just to maybe point out some of the extended vineyard family that's in the room from around the country. I thought that might be good. So, just to maybe introduce you to some of our our wider family from around Australia that you may or may not have had the chance to meet before, I'm just kind of quickly scanning the room. So, I'm just going to embarrassingly ask them to stand up. Uh, I'm just going to ask uh, Trevor and Wendy just to stand up. They're from a no, sorry, Trevor and Jackie, from a town called Wooden Nilling in Western Australia. It's a little town of 300 people, way out in rural Western Australia, and we've got a vineyard church out there. And these guys pastor that. It's good to have you guys here. Thanks, guys. I'm just going to scan. I'm just coming along the line here, and I can see Paul and Vicky Merritt from the Westgate Vineyard in Victoria. Bless you guys. Welcome. Mm. Good to have you guys here. I'm just kind of s- sort of looking through the room here. And I, I can see David and Tracy Thomas from Seacliff, th- um, Indian. No, but what's the town called? Helensburg. Helensburg. Helensburg, just down the road. Good to have you guys with us here this morning. I, I, sorry? Oh, yeah. Now there's these other two people. I can't see them. Where are they? Oh, I just there they are in the back row. I'm going to st- stand them up. That would be Sarah and Caitlin Delaney from Pine Rivers. <laughs> 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 Did you stand up, Caitlin? <laughs> oh, sorry, it's a dad moment. All right, I'm going to ask if I could get you to pop the uh, PowerPoint up on the screen for me. And uh, we're just going to get stuck into a bit of teaching this morning. And I want to, um, this morning, just take a little bit of time to talk about reality. We here in the Vineyard, we love reality, we love working with reality, but I also want to frame up for us how we understand what is real and what reality looks like and then how that kind of plays out in our day-to-day um, you know, this last couple of weeks here at, um, at the conferences and at the training that's been taking place, we have seen a lot of people engaging with a reality that to the natural eye is hard to perceive a lot of the time. To the natural eye, to the naked eye, it's hard to actually see what it is that we're engaging with. It's this reality that exists. But uh, we need a lot of help from God to actually be able to realize what it is we're participating in and what we're connected to by being in a relationship with Jesus. Now, a number of people last night in particular, there was a real move of the Holy Spirit in this room where a number of people experienced physical healing. Now, it was interesting though because what that looked like on the surface to the natural eye just kind of looked like people, uh, some people shaking, some people falling on the ground, other people being very still, some, and, and a lot of people trying to listen to God, partner with His power, and see the kingdom of God come. And, um, and a number of people got healed. Um, I was reminded last night while we were participating in all of that, about this time last year in Adelaide, when we were in, uh, doing our national tour last year. In Adelaide, Rob and Bond were down there with us, and uh, we, we had this one little moment where um, someone from the, from the conference floor, we were waiting on the Holy Spirit, and someone said, I think there's someone in the room with something wrong with their ear, and uh, they kind of said it as spiritual as that, and, um, and so the guys up the front said, if anyone's got anything wrong with their ears, uh, we think Jesus might want to heal that. And, um, and this gentleman came up the front and then two other people also sidled up next to him. So there was three people there and they kind of workshopped this in front of everyone in the room and so they prayed for the first gentleman and it was almost like this, um, just almost this instantaneous moment of the kingdom breaking through where the power of God touched his ears and he received healing uh, in his ears. He received hearing in his ears he had a case of like industrial deafness and then all of a sudden that was gone like just like that and then all then uh the guys said hey listen you've just received the kingdom of god why don't you put your hands on the next person and then the next person's ears were healed and then that person laid their hands on the next person and their ears were healed it was like boom 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 it was like popcorn it was like have you ever seen popcorn in a pan it gets really hot and then all of a sudden it's like pop 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 it was just like that it was quite phenomenal to watch and it was quite amazing to be in the room when god was doing that quite spectacular actually it was quite spectacular of god to do something like that but sometimes we find it hard to grasp that as reality sometimes we kind of save that kind of activity for god spaces or sacred places or devotional places when in fact in jesus christ what god has done is he has brought the powers of the coming kingdom invaded this earth with that reality reconciling everything to god through himself the heavens and the earth and so that is actually our daily reality not our special reality or our unique reality. That is our reality. We live in a supernatural reality where the super reality of God intersects with His created order. Don't forget, we're living on His creation. It's His. He owns it. And He bought it back from our silly decision to give it away. He bought it back Through the sending of his son Jesus. But this reality sometimes is a little bit challenging to engage with. Um, We're here in the vineyard, and oh, no, not kids' church. I didn't know I put that slide in there. That's a good one. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if, if you can, let's go. There we go. I just want to leave that one in front of you as we kick in this morning. That the kingdom of God is about doing as much as teaching. And if we're not doing the works of the kingdom, the message is incomplete. Hear that? The works are the message. The message is the works. They belong together. And I pray that the vineyard never stops taking the risks of the kingdom. That was a quote from Wimber in the book been your DNA. So this morning, I'm praying, and Nick has been praying, that God would again invite you into the risk of living in the reality of who God is. We work with reality. We work with what Jesus is doing as Lord. There's a couple of little thoughts that came to me this morning during worship Now, that story about those three ears that were healed, that's pretty spectacular. That's very spectacular. And I think it's right and proper to expect that to be our daily reality of walking with Christ. But often we miss the significant in the search for the spectacular. It was like the Lord was just reminding me that the invitation to the spectacular works of the kingdom often come through the significant invitations of the Holy Spirit. But sometimes we miss what's significant because we think it needs to start out as spectacular. And as we were worshipping, I was just reminded of this story in Luke Luke chapter 8, where Jesus, uh, in verse 40, Jesus is um, walking through a crowd, and then Jairus, the synagogue leader, comes and falls at his feet and says... You need to come right now to my house because my girl is dying. My little girl's dying. And the text says, on his way, all the, the crowds almost crushed Jesus, and a woman who was there who'd been subject to bleeding for 12 years, and no one could heal her. This was tragic for her because it meant she couldn't fully enter into her life as a child of the promise through Abraham. So she was considered an outsider, and yet she was born in the tribe, but because of this condition, she could never enter fully in. She came up behind Jesus, touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. <clears throat> when they all denied it, Peter said, Master, it's... The people, they're just crowding and pressing against you. And Jesus says, someone here has touched me. I know that because power has gone out from me. And then the woman, note this, what the text says, seeing that she could not go unnoticed. Seeing that she could not go unnoticed. Even in the context of a very big um, reality of someone's dying. And yet in the context of that, Jesus says, hang on, there's something else going on here. There's a significant moment taking place. Sometimes we miss the significant invitations of God because we're in a rush to get to the spectacular. And I want to invite you this morning yet again to risk trusting God with those what you and I might perceive as unnoticeable, unnoticeable invitations from God. Unnoticeable invitations. This is the invitation that Jesus has for us as we follow him, as we the people of the vineyard, we love To do, oh, look, the kids are back again. (laughs) We love to do the kingdom of God. (laughs) Thanks, Rob. (laughs) There we go. This, you know, this is out of our theological and philosophical statements. We aim to walk in the spirit and see the supernatural works of God, but we also aim to function on the natural plane based on God's leading in conjunction with excellent relational thinking. We like to keep it real. But let me just help us to understand that a little bit. One of our challenges is that we tend to think like the next slide. (laughs) Here we go. We tend to think like this next slide. We, we've been brought up in this context, in this culture, to highly value the natural realm. We're, we're Greek thinking, we're scientifically given, and we, and, we, and we operate on this natural realm with matter. And we've been grown up to engage with that reality. <clears throat> um, and so, what we've grown up with is actually a worldview that says this that we can touch, feel, work with, is real. Anything else outside that is unreal, is not real, and often not to be trusted. And so we've got this dualistic worldview where we've grown up in that setting. And so what we do is we we work with whatever we can get our hands on and anything spiritual, spiritual, God, any of that sort of stuff, we kind of just leave it up there somewhere, because we don't know actually how to engage with that. And unfortunately, we devalue that. And if we go to the next slide, what that looks like in our day-to-day living, it looks like this. In the natural realm, we work with the physical. We call it secular as well. Our work, we reason, we business, we do politics, we do science, economics, we do media, the arts. We do all of this. We do social justice and we usually do it Monday to Saturday. And we work with that. But then what we do is we have this very distinct line in our thinking and our lifestyles where we we attribute the God stuff to another place. To another space. And what we do is we live this... We think about God and morality and sacred truth, grace, faith, ethics, mission, spiritual disciplines, theology, discipleship. We kind of jam it all in the God realm. And we actually have a hard time engaging between those two realities. So what happens when we meet Jesus... What we see in meeting Jesus is that he now reconciles all things in the heavens and on the earth in himself. He is both the son of God and the son of man. He shows us who God truly is and he shows us who we truly are. And what he does is he does this amazing thing where he invades this worldview and he interprets that with himself. So that's the next slide. And so what Jesus does is he takes these two realities. And he now forms them and reinterprets them in such a way that he says this is now your reality. Where all of these things are colliding in me all at the same time. So we are engaging with spiritual realities. And they do impact our natural realities. And our natural realities that we're wrestling with are impacted by spiritual realities as well. We live in this supernatural realm. It's a bit like another way to illustrate it is um, <clears throat> we can see the color spectrum with our natural eye. We can see with our naked eye the colors of the rainbow, and we can see all of the natural color spectrum that's in that. And we go, "That's reality. Now, there's another reality that's outside that, that our natural eyes cannot see, but it's still there. Whereas we have on one end of the colour spectrum that we can't see, this thing called infrared. All this colour that's there, but we can't see it with our natural eye, but it's there. And, you know, and, and on, the, on, uh, on the other end of that, we have ultraviolet. It's there, but with our natural eye, we can't see it. But so in Jesus, what we see in Jesus is he's reshaping our reality, where he's taking everything that we can't see with our natural eye and blending it and bringing it into the reality in which we live as we walk this very supernatural life. Um, Sometimes when we... If we go to the next slide, sometimes... uh, we find this really hard to get a grip on, and it does bend our mind a bit. But that's just that classic illustration of the kingdom of God has the powers of the age to come, Hebrews 6 the powers of the age to come have invaded this present evil age in the rule and reign of Jesus Christ. The kingdom of God has come. And yet we live in this tension that it's arrived, but it's not, and it's here, but we're still waiting for more. And then ultimately, there will be the fullness of the inaugurated kingdom fully among us. And so we live in that box up there where that supernatural reality and our reality are colliding all the time. We need to keep reminding ourselves of this because the worldview that we do life in every day is not that worldview. A lot of people's business decisions are not being made in that worldview. Your employers may not be thinking like that. The people you're working with may not be and serving in their in, 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 uh, in, in education systems, in public health systems, in universities systems. They're not thinking like that. But you as the people of Jesus are invited to think and live from that place. And that's where the rub happens. We, but one of the things, if we can go to the next slide... I want us to talk about, here in the vineyard, what we love to do is we love to keep it real and we don't pretend. In other words, when we're praying with people, when we're engaging with what God is actually doing in our world with His, with His Spirit in power, we don't pretend. We don't make things up. We don't kind of leave it in the ethereal, well, I don't know, maybe somehow, whatever, let's keep moving on. We actually call it as it is. We have seen the kingdom come. We have not seen the kingdom come. One of the things I love about this people that God has made, called the Vineyard People, is we love to call it as it really is. And we work with what is. We don't work with what we wish. We work with what is. We put our hand to what we see the Father actually doing. And when we can't see it, we don't pretend. And we ask for help that we can join in with what God's doing. We love to keep it real. A number of years ago, a good friend of mine, he went into hospital with um, a lung infection. And he was very, very ill. And so my friend and I, we go to the hospital to pray for him. And as his lungs, we saw an x-ray of his uh, lungs, and they were just full of just, you know, congestion and all sorts of stuff. And as we went to the hospital, we felt like Jesus said to us, I want to bring my kingdom to him. So we go to the hospital, we lay hands on my friend, we pray for a little bit, we ask the kingdom of God to come, and the Holy Spirit falls on him, and the Lord brings healing power to his body. Now, uh, so how did we know he got healed? Well, within 12 hours, the doctors had taken another photo of his lungs. They were completely clear, and they said, you can go home. That's how we know that he was healed. Now, at the same time, that was cause for great celebration. We were like, yes, (laughs) the kingdom has come. And yet, every four weeks... For the last 20 years, I receive a phone call from a family whose son was born very ill and very disabled, and he fights for every breath. And for 20 years, every four weeks, I get a phone call. He's back in hospital. He's on respirators. They're saying, come now, this is the end, for 20 years. And for 20 years, I've turned up with that family on the phone and in the hospital and asked them, what do you want for your son? And they say, we want to see Jesus healing. And so on the basis of their authority over their son's life, I partner with that. And I say, all right, let's do it. And so we pray and then the Lord touches him and he receives healing in his lungs again. And then he goes home again. The kingdom is coming for him. It hasn't come like it did for my friend. Now, they're both very real circumstances and situations. But we've been made to live in that kind of reality. We are a people who work with the kingdom coming. And we work with the kingdom as it comes. That's a really hard walk to walk, isn't it? It's a really challenging place to live. It's a place where God says, be real, don't wish. Keep it real, Vineyard. Where and who are you currently hungry for to see the supernatural reality of the kingdom of God come for their lives? Have you got a prodigal family member? Have you got an older brother who's full of religion? Have you got a work colleague whose marriage is falling apart? Have you got a friend up the street who's got a health issue or wrestling with poverty? Where are you hungry to see the reality of the fullness of the kingdom to come into your daily living? Because God's asking you to partner with him in his reality. Where are you seeing spiritual oppression? Let's go to the next one, thanks. We work with how the Father is actually working. We don't with he- work with what we wish he would do. We actually work with what he's doing. Now, um, if, you had a, if you have a Bible there, in, in Luke's Gospel, in Luke 19, there's this fantastic story of how Jesus comes and meets a guy called Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus the a tax collector. Zacchaeus is a guy who's he's, he's among his own people, but he's not a friend of his own people. And his own people are not friendly towards him. Why? Because he wants their money. He wants their taxes. And he's acting on behalf of the government of the day, the empire. And so he, they know he's done a deal with the empire to get the position, to be able to take the tax money. And on the way, he's on the take. And he's on the take. And he's got this wonderful house and home and everything. And everyone of his own people are seriously annoyed at him about that. But he's this outsider, and Jesus is walking through town, and he sees Zacchaeus up the tree. He notices who everyone else wants to be unnoticeable, like the woman. Go Get out of the story, Zacchaeus. Jesus is in town. And Jesus actually goes, oh, I notice it. the very thing you want to be unnoticed. I notice Zacchaeus. And, he's, and so... Jesus came and began to work with this man in his real context, his everyday life. Currently, at home in our mercy ministry, we work with a lot of people who wrestle with homelessness and poverty. And just a couple of weeks ago, the team had a family come in and they're living in their car. Now, it was one thing to say to this family, well, here's some clothing, here's a phone number, here's some food. But this team were like, that's not enough. Somehow God's asking us to work with them and bring the kingdom to their circumstance. And so this family ends up being invited to park their car in the driveway of someone's home. They get cared for. They get showered and and fed and cared for over a number of days. And at the same time, the team begins interceding. God... We want the reality where you rule and reign, where there is no need, and your generosity extends to all. We need them to have a house, Lord. They need a home, Lord. And within 48 hours, they get the phone call, they have all of a sudden had an opening for a house in the housing commission, and they receive a home, and they're roofed, and they're taken care of. Seeing the kingdom come, God wants to work with our real life. Jesus feeds 5,000 people with just a little bit of stuff. Have you ever felt too nervous to actually follow God's invitation into a situation that you wonder, is this going to happen or isn't it? Have you ever followed God into those spaces? Because that's where you're moving from the... The color spectrum in the natural and all of a sudden you're being invited into the infrared and the ultraviolet where the kingdom of God is coming. I encourage you, be real and work with what is. Now back to this story of Zacchaeus. He's a great illustration of how Jesus loves to eat with a thief who's made his wealth on the abuse of his position and on the fear of others. And Zacchaeus has lunch with Jesus, and then Jesus uh, meets with him, and then what's the result of that? That story is his whole life is completely turned around. It's an interesting story. There's no sinner's prayer. There's no like three-step salvation message. It's just this guy meets with the reality of the king. And the king's kingdom intersects with his, with his life and his whole life is reinterpreted and he gets set free to actually realize who he really is. And if you read the story, it actually says, uh, you know, because the people got really annoyed at the fact that this had happened to this guy and Jesus said, hey, pay attention. He was always a son of Abraham. He was always a child of the promise of God. He just lost his way. And Jesus brought him back into his true identity in who God always says he was. And that through him, the blessing of God would bless the nations. Even through a guy like Zacchaeus. Jesus worked with what was. And what was interesting was, now that Zacchaeus had engaged with Jesus, he now says, everything that I've stolen, I want to give it back. And not only that, I want to make restitution. Zacchaeus had a change of action He became a man of kingdom of God, justice. He was no longer a man of thieving. And he took up the plight of the poor. We value the reality of the kingdom in seeing people's hearts and minds and relationships transformed. Just on that next point, thanks. What about for you? Where is the supernatural reality of God's love breaking into your life? Today, like right now, where is Jesus walking in your life right now? In your heart, in your mind, your thoughts, your worldview, your understandings, your relationships, your identity. How great is this love of the Father that is lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. How great. The real you in Jesus, opened-eyed, full of the reality of God, the supernatural reality. I just want to finish on this point One of my favourite pastimes, I don't do it so much these days. In fact, I gave my surfboard away the other week to a a lady at church who's learning how to surf. And um, I gave gave my surfboard to her to keep and just use it and take it and enjoy it. But one of the things I used to love about surfing was this. was sitting and watching the waves come in. And one of the things about surfing is you have to... While while you're present in this space, you're kind of watching what's coming. And you're kind of orientated towards there's something coming. And you have to then, once you see this this wave coming, you actually have to then get busy and paddle and start moving over to where you're going to get the best ride from this wave. You have to then, so you see it, and then you have to position yourself to take advantage with the wave, and then you actually have to partner with the power that's in the wave to give you an absolutely awesome time riding the wave. And then you ride it all the way in. Jesus said, I can only do what I see my Father doing. And it's just a bit like surfing. It's just like every day. I know surfing may not land for some of you as an illustration, but it's helpful for me. I hope it helps you. But Jesus said, I can only do what I see my father doing. I can only work with what I can see is happening. And in surfing, you can only work... It's not like, oh, I wish that wave was bigger than it really is. No, you you can only work with what's there being presented. But as you partner, you look for it, you posture and you partner with what's happening in the wave. Same deal... With the kingdom of God. You look for what the Father's doing. You posture yourself towards it. And then you partner with it. And then we see the kingdom come. And lives get changed. Zacchaeus got changed. People around us every day are being changed. This morning, the reality of the kingdom of God is right here in this room. Some of us can see the natural real- in, in this with our natural eye. But there's also a supernatural reality taking place in this room right now. But we, what, we, what we want to do, though, this morning, this next few minutes, is we actually want to partner with what we see the Father doing. We don't want to make something up, wish something to happen. We actually want to, with our naked eye, see what the Father's up to and join in. Now, in a minute, I'm going to invite you to stand, and we're going to invite the Holy Spirit to come. And then, what we're going to do, it's a bit like a wave. We're going to wait for the wave, and when we see the wave of the Holy Spirit moving in the room, we're going to posture ourselves towards what He's doing, and we're going to partner with Him. And then we're just going to ride that on, ride that on in and have a good time and enjoy the goodness of God together. Now, often when we say these sort of phrases, like, I can see God moving in the room, we can't actually see God. What we're seeing is the effects of God touching people. It's a bit like, If that fan was on up there, and it was going at full speed, you wouldn't see the wind, but you would feel and see the... Well, you could see the effects, because the little bit of hair that I've got left would sort of be like doing a little bit of this. Because the, the reality of what's unseen is being seen through its effects. This is the way the kingdom works. We're not actually seeing God... We're seeing the effects of God touching people's lives. And we're partnering with that. So I'm trying to demystify it a little bit. It's like, what do you mean? Yeah, you don't have to see blue angels and flaming swords. And I mean, if you're gifted that way, wow, thank you, Lord. I'd like to see like that. But if you're not, and you're like me, we can only work with what is. Okay, and so I just thought maybe for a few minutes we might like do some of that together and see what God's doing, and then we'll have a bit of a look at it, and then we'll partner with what He's doing, and uh, we'll go from there. Sound good? Because we value in the vineyard, we value reality, super natural reality in our everyday life. Now, what we're going to do here, right here, right now, is the sort of stuff I do in the pub or at the coffee shop or in aisle 13 when I see someone in need. It's not safe for sacred spaces. This is just living with Jesus. Okay? So what we do here, take it home, take it to work, take it to your everyday life, take it to your family, where you actually do your real daily living. Okay? Why don't we stand and we'll just invite the Holy Spirit to come. Now, one of the other things is this. At times like this, sometimes, because it can get a little awkward, because it's like, I wonder if nothing's going to happen. And what we tend to do in churches is we tend to get the band up to try and lighten the mood. (sighs) Fill the space, guys, fill the space. You know, no, we don't need music. Holy Spirit, he loves music, but we don't need him. We don't need to, you know, give him an entree of music to sort of fill the awkwardness of the space. The other thing is, uh, I I just want to let you know this is a really good recommendation that was given to me once. Keep your tissues in your pocket, keep your hankies in your pocket, don't take them out, don't use them. And in the ministry, we're going to start to do in a few minutes' time. If you see someone crying, if you see like snot running from their nose, do not give them a hanky. Keep the tissue boxes right away. Because what tends to happen is, what we do is we take the tissue in the hanky and we make ourselves all proper again. And we actually interfere with what God's doing. Just let God do what He's going to do, and just receive everything He has for you. He loves you. We can clean the carpet later. It's all fine. Hey, Rob. (laughs) You do know I'm I'm leaving town. You can clean the carpet. (laughs) No worries. Hey, let's just uh, let's just take that, you know, the position that we love to in the vineyard before the Lord. Just with open hearts and hands and bodies. Holy Spirit, we love that you bring to us the reality of the rule and the reign of God in Jesus. And we welcome you now just to come and fill this room. You're already among us. Come, Holy Spirit. We want to wait on you now. And we ask that you would begin to break in over our lives. Come, Holy Spirit. We wait for you. We wait for you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. More, Lord. We've only been standing here for about 30 seconds. More, Lord. More, Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We welcome your presence. That you bring the rule and reign of God to our lives right here, right now. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. More, Lord. You've only been waiting for about a minute now. Come, Holy Spirit, more. Let the grip of the Father's love come upon your people, Lord. That's it. We welcome you, Lord. Now, just try and stay engaged with the Holy Spirit as the Lord's touching you. And I just, want to, um, I just want to point to a few things that I can see with my natural eye. Now, for those of you who are experiencing the presence of God touching you phys- physically just now... Just stay in that place. Don't, don't move. Just keep welcoming the Holy Spirit. And, and for those of you who right now just... Uh, well, actually, yeah, for those of you who would like to just see with your natural eye the effects of the Holy Spirit, I'm just going to point some of that out in the room. We're not wishing this. We're not... This is the Lord. Now, there's, there's just off to my right, your left. About halfway back, there's a, there's a lady there with a white scarf on, a green shirt, and a, like a white jacket, and you're wearing red-framed glasses, and you have a necklace around your neck there. Uh, it just, we bless what you're doing there, Holy Spirit. Now, friends, I just ask, I just invite you. Now, we love you, and it's safe. Just take a look. At what, th- what it looks like as the Holy Spirit's touching someone. Can you just see? see the phenomena of the impact of the Spirit coming? You see, she's kind of shaking. And actually, if you look at her face, it's kind of a bit flushed and red right now. It's like, her, I, 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 you know, I'm speaking for her on, this, on her behalf in this. But I suggest that look, by looking at her, there's like a heating up of her body her body right now because of the presence of God touching her. Now, why he's touching her, I'm unsure. But I can see that he is. And so what we do is we just say, Lord, thank you more. More, Lord. Now, can you see there's just a gentle increase? Do you notice that we're not on the third verse of Come Holy Spirit and we're not singing? We're just, we're just waiting and looking. God loves to come. Now, just one row in front of her and just on the aisle here, uh, in, the, in the longer kind of blue jacket there, there's a lady just there. Can you see the Holy Spirit touching her? You just see some of the associated phenomena of what it looks like when God's kingdom comes in power. And so, Lord, we just bless what you're doing. We posture ourselves to partner with what you're doing. Give us your heart. Give us prophetic words. Give us understanding of what you're doing. Lord, we bless what you're doing. Isn't that good? It's not magic. It's not shows. It's just God. Now, just sort of straight in front of me, uh, in, in this section here, you're right, there's a, there's a lady about Well, actually, there's about three or four... Yeah, Phil's just near you just now. But there's actually about three or four people up the back there where the Holy... There you go. Thank you, Lord. The Holy Spirit is moving. Then the lady that's with Phil, and then there's another lady just behind her, and there's two ladies just back there, actually, in the Holy Spirit. So just turn around, have a little look at what God's doing in the back row there. There's that kind of God. He's ministering His kingdom to them. He's ministering his kingdom to them. This is the stuff we need to become familiar with. This is what we mean when we say, oh, I can see God moving. I can see God moving. We we literally can. (laughs) It's like we're not making stuff up. We can see God's touching them. And we bless what you're doing, Lord, and we ask for more. And actually, the lady that's just to the left of the lady that fills with, that's wearing the glasses, the Holy Spirit's coming on you too. Just now, there's a, just a love from God coming on you right now. Just right now. Just bring, there's, there's an increasing of the presence of the Holy Spirit coming on you right now. We bless. And just straight through here, there's a lady just straight in front of me wearing the check shirt. That's Jackie from Western Australia and actually Trevor just beside. Her. Both of them, look. <laughs> I'm just kind of pointing at what God's doing. It's, and just if you turn around and have a look, at, see what that's like? Look at that. Just become familiar with that. This is what it looks like. So um, there's more coming on. Now, this gentleman that's sitting down here to, uh, on, in the right-hand bank of chairs here, you've got a, like a long sleeve shirt on. You're just sitting down there with the beard. We just bless what the Holy Spirit's doing there. There's, there's an encounter happening right there. It looks very peaceful, doesn't it, compared to some of the other sort of phenomena that's taking place in the room. There's something very peaceful. There's an encounter taking place here. There's an encounter taking place between Jesus and this man here. Isn't God good? And actually, you, sir, with your, the blue shirt, polo shirt on, you're just kind of looking at me right here, right now. Um, you, sir, when you, we were inviting the Holy Spirit, I could see the Holy Spirit ministering to you in your hands in particular. For some reason, your hands were kind of really shaky and itchy, or something was, I was, it was like my attention was drawn to that. And so, um, just, can you just close your eyes for me for a second? I just want to bless what God was doing there. Maybe just put your hands out like you're going to receive from the, the God of the universe who loves you and is intersecting your life right now with, with His kingdom, His rule, His reign, and His generosity. And all of the things that have confounded you and got in your way of understanding His love for your life, right now the Holy Spirit is just washing that away. All that confusion, it's going He's just taking it away. He wants you to know that you know that you know, deep in your heart of hearts, how, how loved you are by God. How loved you are by God. And that your hands would just be touched and filled, Lord. Bless his hands, Lord. I, I pray the significance and meaning. There's significance and meaning. Your hands have been made for significance and meaning, to be put and partnered with the work of God. What you do is not insignificant. And I bless you, and I bless your hands. Now, the Holy Spirit's moving. Now, what I want to do right now is I just want to invite those of you who are aware of the Holy Spirit touching them, why don't you all just come on out the front. Now, some of you all have got to go and get kids, and we don't want the team out there going over time. So if you need to go and get your kids, go and get your kids, sign them out. But who here is experiencing the Holy Spirit touching them. Just pop your hand up and all come down. Just come down the front here. Come on down the front. Come on down the front. Come on down the front. If you've got to get your kids, get your kids. That's okay. But if the Spirit of the Lord is touching you, come on up the front. Come on up the front. And there's a couple of people in here, you know, you've been asking the question, are you the real deal, Jesus? This, this is the phenomena of his kingdom touching people. And he wants you to know he's the real deal. Jesus is the real deal. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I bless you. I bless you, gentlemen in the long-sleeved gray jacket, just to my right on the, at the left-hand point of the stage there. I bless you, sir. The Holy Spirit is coming upon you in power. I bless you, sir. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, come with more. Now, I need some help. (laughs) Uh, And and what we're doing now is we're on the surfboard. We're seeing what the Father's doing. And what we're going to do is we're going to paddle over and we're going to partner with what the wave of the Holy Spirit's doing. Do you have to be qualified? Do you have to have a certificate? Do you have to? No. Do you have a heart to want to join in with what God's doing? Come on up. And I just want you to begin to put your hands appropriately and with etiquette and bless what God's doing. Now some of them just, and you can begin to ask them as well, what's, what, what's going on here? Come Holy Spirit, more. Just come and, come and join in with Thank what you, God's Lord. doing. Thank you. Nick?
1: Um, I had a picture during worship and the Lord said, that the river of living water flows through this place, mm. th- flows through the people here in this church. Thank you, Lord. And then the Lord continued Lord. to show me the picture Lord. over the morning of the people here. And there are people in the river um, mm. going with the flow, Thank floating you, down the river, enjoying the goodness of God, Thank you, Lord. following Whoop. the Father where he's going. There are people who... Are standing on the river edge but dipping their toe in. And the Lord is really pleased with you, wanting to dip your toe in. More, Lord. But you're looking at the people who are flowing down the river and you're wondering, how are they doing that? Thank you, Lord. And what the Lord has placed on them are life vests. And his name is Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord is pleased with you, but he's saying step into the river more. Thank you, Father. Because you're stepping in with Jesus and you're stepping in with the Holy Spirit.
0: Thank you, Father.
1: And the fun is had when you get in the flow.
0: Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And you
1: follow where the Spirit's taking you. Thank you, Lord. And the adventure is in the river. More, more, Lord. But the Growing, growing sense I had is the Lord is so Thank pleased God with God. you, regardless at which Bring point you Lord. are in the river.
0: Bring your power, Lord. Okay, there's an but increase. But He wants in, you
1: to experience more.
0: There's a there's an increase here of the river of God's presence that Nick has just shared with us and releasing. There's a sense of an increase of volume with that in terms of presence and power. See, what happens when you begin to catch a wave, the power of the wave begins to move you. And so, Holy Spirit, we welcome the power of your presence now to come upon your people. Burn. Receive the Holy Spirit. Let the Spirit of the Lord come upon you now. In Jesus' name, receive the Holy Spirit. That's it. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. That's it. Remember, hang on. No, oh, sorry. no tissues. No hankies, just, just let it come. Let it come. Let the Holy Spirit touch you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, more.
2: More, Lord. I'm just saying, I meant to Nicole's story. Is that working? Yeah, be of, of being in a river, I have exactly the, exactly the same picture for all of us, except... When we were in a mountain in France, we'd call, we did this thing called hydrospeeding, where you jump in the, the river and you are rushing. But mm. the Lord's saying, I am with you. I am mm. your wetsuit. I'm keeping you safe in the river, mm. even though you're having a few bumps mm. on rocks. You're holding on More to Lord. me, and I, it's me that's More taking Lord. you down that More. river. And it More. is fun, More. but I'm moving you away More from power. where you've been. Power, you're going to a spirit. new that's place, More, and you can't go back, More God. and that's a great thing.
0: More God. We thank you, God, for what you're doing here, but we ask for more, Lord. Let your power come on your people, Lord. All that you're doing, let your kingdom intersect with their life right now. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Give us a greater hunger to be able to partner with you, to see what you're doing in our everyday real life, and that what's taking place here now is actually what you want to do where we do our living. And so, Lord, I bless this fellowship of believers in your great name, Jesus, to be the kingdom people who love to work with your reality. In Jesus' name, bless them, God. Over to you, Rob. Thanks. Lord.